0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is December 18th. That means we are seven days away from Christmas and basketball right around the corner. We're going to talk about the two-game NFL slate for Saturday. We got some Saturday football this week Um, on today's podcast. We Went over and um, talked about the main slate on the podcast on Wednesday. You can go back and listen to that. Uh, we have a ton of content coming out um, as well here at Rota Grinders for the main slate and all that stuff. So excited to have some Saturday football here with the Bills and the Broncos, the Panthers and the Packers. Like we have some, we actually have a really solid uh, two game slate here. So we have quarterback options, we have running back options, we have wide receiver options. So that's a lot of fun. So I'm going to do it like I normally do when I'm doing the podcast of grant. We're going to, I'm going to go game by game and talk about team by team. And then maybe just kind of talk a little general strategy, um, after that, because, Hey, it's only a two game slate and I'll have a ton of time. So let's get started here with the bills and the Broncos 49 total here. Buffalo favored by a six in this game. Um, pace wise when we're looking at pace of play this should be the game that is actually going to be a little bit faster paced I know it has the lower total but this game you know the bills are not the fastest paced team in the NFL um, but when they are on the road they play a little bit faster and the Denver Broncos you know they're actually a team that play pretty quick um so like this game projects really well as far as like pace of play um well on the other game that we're looking at like carolina is 29th and green bay is 32nd so like that game projects to be a really slow paced game so uh that is definitely something to kind of note so that's where i wanted to start uh but looking at the buffalo side of things like their wide receivers um are averaging the most fantasy points over the last um over over the last four games and the, for the season um, Buffalo is number one Um, overall offense. They've been fantastic this season. Josh Allen's been fantastic this season in most parts. Um, My biggest issue here when we're looking at this matchup is we don't really know which running back to trust. So it's really tough to trust either Moss or Singletary. Um, They're pretty much splitting the snaps right now. Uh, so I don't really trust either one of these guys. If I was going to take a tournament shot, it'd probably be Zach Moss. Um, but when we're looking at this matchup overall, this is definitely a Stefan Diggs spot. Um, just continuing to play him is like what we're doing. I do think it's interesting, um, that John Brown won't be activated. So he's not going to play here. So Cole Beasley at 4,700 coming off of 21 targets in the last two weeks. Um, so definitely like Beasley here at 4,700 on a two game slate, he's probably going to be one of the more popular options um, at wide receiver for value uh, to get different. You could take a shot on Gabriel Davis. Uh, he's gone double digit fantasy points in four of the last five games. So definitely someone that you can look at here at 4k to, you know, a pivot off of um, these options. As far as like the tight end situation goes here, I don't hate maybe taking a shot on Dawson Knox, um, but he's not my favorite. Um, listen, if Tyler Croft is inactive again, Knox is going to get a majority of the targets at tight end and, you know, play 80 plus percent of the snaps. So there's worse you can do. Um, and then like Allen is a pivot off of Rodgers. If you want to pay up at quarterback, it's going to be one of those two guys. If you're going to pay down, um, you know, I, I do think you know Drew Locke on the other side of this game is is a little interesting. You know, as far as tournaments go, this team is allowing the eighth most fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Um, so this is a spot that, like, if you want to pay down, I was talking about how that game, the other game is going to be a little bit slower paced. You could take Drew Locke and hope Buffalo gets up in this game and. Drew Locke has had a, a few 20-point games um, this season, so this is definitely one of those spots that he could have a big game out of nowhere. And overall, I know this game has the lower total, but I kind of like this game as uh, as a whole more because, like, you can play Lock, Gordon and Lindsay are going to split the carries. They're going to split the snaps. Um, their target share is almost right down the middle recently, so you know, I don't really love the running back situation here. Um, but like, it is a two game slate. And when you're looking at like McCaffrey doubtful, we're likely going to be looking at guys like Aaron Jones and Mike Davis from the other game. Um, and if you're going to this game, you got to see like both of these guys should play. Um, but if one of them sits, it obviously opens up a lot for the other one. If they both sit, Maybe Royce Freeman becomes the guy. Um, so we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, honestly, I mean, I, I don't hate any of these guys. Um, I do like Noah Fant. I know, um, like he didn't like got sick and didn't play last week, and but I, I do think that, um, you know, he was – he practiced fully Wednesday. He should be back here. But I, I think, like, if we're looking at pricing, Jerry Judy at $3,900. Um, he's so cheap. Tim Patrick at 4300 Like, you can pair Drew Locke with two of his catching guys, uh, pass catchers, and, like, play Diggs on the other side, play Beasley, however you want to do it on a two-game slate. And you could really just pair – Josh Allen would digs and play two of these pass catchers because they're so cheap and just hope that Denver's chucking it a lot in the second half of this game. So, um, definitely don't mind KJ Hamler. I don't mind Jerry Judy. I don't mind to Patrick. Any of these guys uh, are in play. Um, you know, you could potentially make a group with those three and Noah Fant, and, um, you know, make it where you have at least one of those guys on every team. So. Uh, the other game that we have, the Carolina-Green Bay game, this one has a 51.5 uh, total. Green Bay favored by 8.5 in this one. We'll start with the Carolina side of things here. Um, Green Bay's defense has been a little bit better against the run as the season's gone along here, but they've gotten a little bit worse against the pass. Um, you know, They're 20th overall in DVOA, 22nd against the run, 19th against the pass. So, this is a spot that Bridgewater could definitely pay off. You know, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, these guys, uh, DJ Moore will play. Um, so like that could potentially lower the ownership on Robbie Anderson, which is, is fine. Curtis Samuel's banged up a little bit uh, with a hamstring injury. So if he sits, I really think if Curtis Samuel sits, it's a huge bump to Mike Davis. Um, he should get more targets and be a little bit more involved in the passing game if that happens. So really going to have to see on the news on Curtis Samuel hamstring injuries for a guy like Curtis Samuel could definitely keep him out. But I don't want to bury the lead here. I think Mike Davis is the best play. Um, when we're looking at this, the slate overall running back gets really weak after Jones and Davis. So probably just going to plug those two guys in, um, and build from there, you know, it's just one of those slates where there's a ton of value at wide receiver. So it's not hard to just take the value and, like I said, build from that. So um, I don't hate Bridgewater in tournaments. I, he's probably my fourth favorite out of the four quarterbacks. Um, I like Drew Locke a little bit more. On the Green Bay side of things, listen, I think – Rodgers and Devontae Adams is going to be a very popular combo. Um, and we could even potentially see Rodgers, Adams, and Jones just because of pricing on this slate and because of how weak running back is. Um, the Carolina defense has been a lot better against the run uh, over the last month compared to where they've been at over the last um, over the course of the season. But I think matchups have definitely helped with that a little bit too so definitely have to like consider that as well when you're looking at it um like if you look at they played denver they played minnesota detroit tampa you know minnesota ran against them a little bit uh but outside of that they haven't really faced a, a team that could run the ball but aaron jones and jamal williams will definitely get carries here um Outside of Adams, I don't really like anything else outside of, like, Tonian. Um, Him or Fant will likely be, like, where I end up at tight end. So, um, looking at, like, overall, like, strategy for this slate, I do think, like, paying down at quarterback um, to make sure you get, like, the running backs. Like, Adams is so expensive, at 9,400, it's really hard to just plug him in there with Jones and Davis. So like, you're going to have to kind of decide, um, where you want to go. Do I want, you know, the two running backs that should could potentially outscore all the other running backs or do I want to pay down a quarterback and get some of these other options, um, you know, with Adams and the running back. So, um, for looking at it from the outside, looking in, um, I think ways to get different on this slate are to not play Adams and hope he has a subpar game or don't play Jones with Adams. I think that could potentially be a little popular here. Uh, I'm going to pull up lineup HQ and see what we're looking at. Just overall ownership here really quick on this two game slate. It's good that... I get to do this and let's see. Select the Saturday games and projected ownership isn't out yet. So um that always stinks. I, I do think like taking a shot on Melvin Gordon, Jamal Williams, Zach Moss, Philip Lindsay, these types of guys, instead of playing like Jones or Davis is interesting. Um If you want to get unique, you could put Adams and Jones in a group of one-to-one and make sure you have at least one of them in every lineup, but not have them together and maybe build some like three-entry max teams with them together and with them fully faded um, to kind of hedge a little bit. But I I wouldn't like overthink this. I think that, you know, Devontae and Diggs are the top two wide receivers. Um, Anderson and Moore are interesting. Beasley sets up as one of the better values. All of the Denver guys are super interesting. And maybe like even Lazard gets some extra run here if this game stays close. Um, so, again, I really like the first game more than I like the second game. Um, I really like that Buffalo Denver game. I'm going to definitely have some variations of full game stacks of that game and just kind of hope that the second game stays a little low scoring or Adams doesn't go. Um, nuclear, so uh, that's kind of it. I don't really have anything else. Um, on the two gamer, um, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, short podcast today, really quick podcast. Um, let's look at. I'm gonna pull up really quick. I'm gonna pull up um, Sunday night football game, the Browns and the Giants. Oh, um, and that one's interesting because the, the Browns should crush them there. Like if you're playing showdown on this slate, the giants defense has been really good against the past. So maybe you go double Cleveland running backs. Um, And then like the Cleveland defense has been really bad against tight ends. So like you, you play Evan Ingram, I guess. Um, so that one's a little interesting. It looks like a, potential double cleveland running back spots um with Evan Ingram definitely um and then like the Monday Night Football game the Steelers should crush um the Bengals here so I don't even want to get into that one too much um that Steelers defense against the the Bengals it, it could be a it could be a rough one um so Oh, that's it. That's it for the week. That's it for Friday. We'll be back on Monday with the review show. And then we get to talk some NBA next week. A lot of stuff going on. Um, I know Dan is, if he hasn't already, he's posting a podcast on the morning grind feed that he did um, as well. So you can check that out. Um, it'll be coming out either today or tomorrow. So. You can be on look for that. So it's going to wrap it up here for Friday. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking the review show and going back and looking at everybody's lineups from Sunday. Good luck in your contests, and we'll see you then.